his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Your trees deserve the best care. Call Gamma Tree Experts. I, d- I saw Randy Newman's birthday on... Um X today, and I thought, you know what? That gives me an opportunity to play some Randy Newman music. So I told Sue, as sort of an audible for Sue's News, hey, I'm going to lead in with some Randy Newman bumper music. And she says, yeah, that's good. I'll do it during Sue's News. And you thought that he had died. Yeah, and that's why I had such an extreme reaction. No! No, it's just his birthday. Oh, it's just his right. birthday. We'll cover that here in, in just a second. During Sue's News, we got Peter Zane from Real Clear Investigations coming up at 425. And we missed Cusimano yesterday. He was at the uh, the Sunny Gray News Conference over at Bush Stadium. He'll have his takes uh, take, if you will, hot takes, all that kind of stuff on the signing of Sonny Gray and where this pitching staff is heading coming up a little bit later this hour. This, Before I get to Sue's news, this is a story that should, I think, make people a little angry. It's um, This was in the Washington Post. PJ Media covered it as well about a guy by the name of Siavesh Sobani, who, aside from the first few years of his childhood when his family moved to Turkey, he was born, he attended school, practiced medicine for more than 30 years right here in the USA. He's um, someone who practices internal medicine. He's got degrees from George Washington University, Boston College, and then he went to Georgetown Medical School. So he's very well educated, successful doctor. So he um, earlier this year applied for a new passport because his passport was going to expire in June. So in February, he applied for a new passport. He needed it because he was going to go to Portugal next July, next summer. It's not the first time that he's renewed his passport over the years. He's done it several times, uh, each time establishing the fact that he was, in fact, still a U.S. citizen. So then on this renewal, he gets a letter from the State Department. The State Department informs him that he should have never been granted citizenship at the time of his birth because his father was a diplomat from the Iranian embassy. So instead of receiving a passport, he was directed to a website where he could apply for citizenship. And he... Um, kind of shared his views in the Washington Post story. He said, this was a shock to me. I'm a doctor. I've been here all my life. I've paid my taxes. I voted for presidents. I've served my community in Northern Virginia during COVID. I was at work putting myself at risk, et cetera. So I bet there's really nobody listening, unless you're completely crazy and really, really mean, that thinks that this guy should not be allowed to stay in this country, especially when you juxtapose it with the fact that this administration has opened up the southern border to pretty much anyone who wants to come over. We saw some video today on Fox again of people, you know, I don't know if it was hundreds, but certainly looked like hundreds of people on rail cars streaming across the border to get to this country. So isn't it kind of ironic, deep, deep irony, thinking that this poor guy who, who was born here, but he's only deemed say, a non-citizen because dad was not officially a citizen. But couldn't you have someone who, you know, is a, 
I don't know, one of those bureaucrats over there at the State Department to say, you know what, we kind of got this one wrong. I think we can fix it. Now, you have had a situation where some um, some senators get involved. When anything like this happens, usually, you know, Roy Blunt was very good about this, and yeah. hopefully Senator Schmidt and Senator Hawley are as well. When people have disputes like this, you know, call in your elected representatives. You've had Congressman Gerald Connolly and Mark Warner, both Democrats, get involved here trying to help this guy, and they do have some progress, but he still doesn't have a passport. But I just thought it was deeply, deeply ironic, considering the fact that you can pretty much just claim, you know, any kind of status and claim you're a U.S. citizen and then become a citizen. To me, there's, are you here legally? Okay. And if not, then we have to figure out, in his case, let's see if we can He didn't cross the board. He didn't do anything nefarious to make people think for 50 years that he was a citizen when, in fact, he wasn't, right? So I think the circumstances are, in fact, different. All right, let's do this this afternoon. These allegations are deeply concerning. Does the president have any comment? We're not going to comment. It's not clear messaging. And now, Sue's News, sponsored by by Mr. Appliance, speedy expert service. Call 636-674-6446. On this day in history, oh, I feel like I should mention this here. Uh, Fred will be back tomorrow. He's still wandering around Florida. Uh, 100... Is he really still there? I don't know, actually. Okay. Do you I know what Abby is he today, back? But... I believe he is on his okay. way back. Okay. Last I heard he was on a layover somewhere. Uh-huh. 128 years ago today. Now, this is in 1895. The first automobile race was held, and I love, it's just fascinating. It took place over 52 miles of snowy roads from Chicago to Waukegan, Illinois. Now, because of the weather, only six of the 89 racers who signed up were able to compete, and the winner, James Franklin Duria, won two grand, which is a lot of money. That is a lot of money for that. Absolutely, that's a lot of money. His average speed... Seven miles an hour. Oh, yeah. 1895 in the wow. snow. You know who was born in Waukegan, Illinois? You? I was. How about that? that little, I'll give that a trivia bell, for too. you. It might come up at your trivia table one of these nights. Yeah. You know. When was Mark? When was Mark? Yeah. His average speed, seven miles an hour. It took him 10 hours to finish that race. Well, that's not too different than um, no. taking 94 up from Chicago to Milwaukee these days, the traffic situation. So just it, about right. There you go. That's where that is. Waukegan's just a little south of the Wisconsin border. I kind of like north that. North of Chicago. Uh, and if you thought to yourself, you know what, Bill Clinton? Ugh, no, I don't like. Well, let me tell you this. On this day in history, 28 years ago, in 1995, President Clinton was the one who signed a $6 billion road bill that ended the federal 55-mile-per-hour speed limit. <laughs> I mean, think about how much time that saves you. Just going anywhere. Going to Chicago, if I dr- uh, drive to Tulsa. The fact that we well, all had to putt, 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 putt along at 55 instead of 70 is outrageous. But did we move it? Did it go to 70 right away or was it oh, 60? I think, I think it, it was 60 up. and 65 and then it got yeah. to 70, right. And, and it still depends on where you right, are. Exactly. But if you ever think to yourself, Bill Clinton, he has done that for us, if nothing else. So, Sue, you're on a trip. Let's just play along here. Let's My... say, Abby, I'll do this too. You're on a trip. You're heading from St. Louis to Kansas City or oh, to Columbia right. or wherever. You're going across I-70. The, uh, the speed limit is 70 miles per hour. How fast... Do you go, Sue? Not over 75. If okay, I can all right, fair it. enough. Abby? Yeah, I would also say not over 75. I think on my trips to and from Kirksville, I averaged like 60, though, with traffic. I understand. I'm going to say uh, 82. Oh, 
No, I am not Se- surprised. 70, 78 for sure. 70, yeah. Yeah, 70. I usually feel like if I'm doing the cruise, it'll be 78. Isn't well, it like nine, you're fine, 10, you're mine? That's oh, that's, I like that. That's what yeah. they say. Yeah. Wait, let me hear that, that again, Abby. Nine, you're fine, 10, you're mine. Yeah. I like that. I know. I've never say. heard that. <laughs> um, and yes, Randy Newman turns 80 today. He has been nominated for 22 Academy Awards. You've got a friend in me. Very popular one. I think I just mentioned yesterday they're talking about Toy Story 5 at this point. But, you know, I, I don't think you can underestimate the um, importance of this song to the success of the movie, no. too. It really was a perfect fit, right? He scored all of the Toy Story movies. Um, he even won. Um, he did Best Original Song in 2002 at the Academy Awards for If I Didn't Have You from Monsters, Inc. Um he That's won again. It yeah. is a great song. He won again in 2011 for "We Belong Together" from Toy Story 3. And then we knew him before all the movie stuff from songs like this. I remember what year this was. That was it, early 80s, because there was a video. I believe so. I'm thinking so. early 80s. Yeah. Abby, do you know Randy Newman at all outside of the uh, Toy Story stuff? Like, yeah, did you know this song? Like you know what he does? He loves L.A. But it's a great little uh, L.A. song. Geography. Yeah, there you go. I love LA. Sounded like a bit more of an acoustic version. Yeah, it did. But there you go. Randy Newman, 80 years old today. Uh, I also want to mention that he wrote It's a Jungle Out There if you, for any Monk fans. He wrote the theme song to that, and uh, it's kind of great. I went to his credits on Tidal today. That's the music service I use, and I, I was stunned by how many songs oh, it's that were not, not his songs. Like, in other yes. words, he's not singing them mm-hmm. that he composed. Mm-hmm. He had three uncles who were, in, uh, for, who were Hollywood film score composers. Who knew that? I mean, and that goes pretty far back. His inspiration was Ray Charles. Okay. Amazon, I, I don't think this is surprising, but when you when you hear it at first, you think, Gee, what? But okay. Amazon has overtaken FedEx and UPS to become the largest shipper in America. It's not that surprising, no, I suppose. I would have guessed they were already. Uh, in 2023, Amazon is set to deliver more packages than both. It's on track to deliver, wait for it, 5.9 billion packages this year. Now, that is compared to $5.3 billion with UPS. That's what they did last year. FedEx is only at $3.3 billion last year. FedEx is not what they used to be. Uh, this is according to an article in the Wall Street Journal, by the way. And during the Thanksgiving Cyber Monday period last year, just then they have, don't have the complete figures in for this year, but last year Amazon sold around 500 million items in those four or five days alone. Wow. Woo! That is impressive. And Black Friday and Cyber Monday, of course, behind us. But close to a quarter of Americans still haven't started their holiday shopping. Is that you, Mark Reardon? Well, it's me, but not my family. Uh, I say, uh-huh. My uh-huh. wife has gone in early on some stuff. So does that qualify or no, not? No, I think that you then have not started. No. 23% don't usually buy their first present until December 1st at the earliest. Have you shopped yet, Abby? I've got one person left on my list. See? Women. Overachiever. <laughs> well, Overachiever. See, this, this goes to the, like, there's people that I know that do this, like, in August, in September. Oh, what are you thinking you. about? Stop it. I got a text from my friend Jen, probably June. She said, oh, I just yeah. bought your first right. Christmas gift. You're just showing off at that point. Wow, that's nuts. I will nuts. say, I bought my first gift in September, but it's because I had, like, some free cash at that store to uh. spend, and I was like, well, you know what? I can use that. 
Yeah, I get that. It doesn't hurt when you have something like that. 23% don't buy their first until December 1st. Okay, but the same percentage of Americans are super early shoppers like my friend Jen. 23% start buying in September or earlier. That includes 15% who shop year-round. One in four women are early shoppers, but one in five men are, too. I have not known of no. all those one in five men. <laughs> one in f- no way do I believe that stat. One, uh, one in, in five hundred men, maybe not one in five. No, not a chance. That's what they say. You know how I know that because I'm a man and I know men. <laughs> we don't do that. <laughs> okay. Well, he's a man and he knows men. Uh, I have a good thing. Well, I'm going to save that for when Fred gets back. Sue's News is brought to you by Mr. Appliance Speedy Expert Service. Call 636-674-6446. All right. In today's random fact, I I should have had you pull this music, but I didn't. The Hokey Pokey has that name in America, Canada, and Australia. But it's called the Hokey Cokey. In England and New Zealand. <laughs> well, Don't what, know why. That's what Hunter Biden calls it as well, just okay. so you know. Okay, thank you. Is that our random fact? That's it. There you go. Thank you, Sue Thomas, wrapping up an edition of Sue's News here for this Tuesday. And as she mentioned, Fred will be back tomorrow. Randy Newman, 80 years old today. He's not dead. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. <laughs> But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this... Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. A tweet from uh, my friend Tom Ackerman over on the X side that I had somehow missed yesterday about Sonny Gray, the new uh, pitcher for the St. Louis Cardinals. And Cusimano had to ditch out on us yesterday because he was over at Bush Stadium. He's going to join us here in a few minutes with his take on the acquisition or the signing. And Tom tweeted this. Out. I didn't know that. When Sonny Gray was 14 years old, his dad was 41 and um, died in a car accident. Um, so that's something that he's dealt with his whole life. Tom said, there's something about how Sonny talks about life and knowing yourself. He found peace on the baseball field and the competition he's making his dad proud. So there's a little nugget I did not know about Sonny Gray. Let's talk with uh, Peter Zane this afternoon. He's the editor at Real Clear Investigations. He writes for Real Clear Politics, wrote a piece about some of the uh, nonsense with recycling and green energy, etc. And Peter, as I welcome you into the program here, I guess we would call this the green pipe dream to a certain extent. How are you? Hope you had a nice Thanksgiving. 
I did. Thank you so much. Although I'm a little disappointed that uh, Sonny Gray never brought the goods to the Yankees. I know. Well, these things happen. (laughs) But don't hold that against me. (laughs) But we're a little worried about, look, you you get a pitcher like this, you pay him $25 million a year. We've had a few of these where um, then they're injured and they don't win games. Now, he's coming off a fantastic season, but it's always a bit of a risk, right? You just don't know what you're going to get. Oh, yeah. And we had Jordan Montgomery, too, and he lit it up you know, for other teams. So there you have it. Including us, the St. Louis Cardinals. We wouldn't mind having Jordan back. Hey, I was thinking about this in relation to your column today. There's a little soundbite that I have kept from Chuck Schumer for the past couple of years. I haven't used it in a while, and here's what it said. Last year with COVID was awful, but in a few years, because of climate change, each year will be worse than COVID, and each year will be worse than the next if we don't do anything about it. I mean, there's no hope, Peter. I don't even know why we're doing this interview, because life is essentially over oh. as we know it, right? Uh, <laughs> it's but, an existential threat. Yes, we're all going to die, even the, even the kittens and the puppies. We're doomed. It, it really is. Now, you kind of talk about this. in. You know, I've, I've covered these recycling laws and, and some of the stuff that people do with recycling. My, my opinion is, and I, I just put out my recycling two nights ago, and we put it all into you know one can, and then we have the garbage in another can, and nobody really does it right because the companies that do recycling will tell you that I think 80% of the stuff you put in your recycling bin can't be recycled anyway. So that's a bit of a myth to begin with, right? Right. Yeah, so basically, um, at Real Clear Investigations, we did a series of stories about uh, the, the move towards the green economy. And one of the, the the two things they do is, like the Schumer quote uh, you just played, they warn us that we're all going to die if we don't do exactly what they want us to do. On the other hand, they say it's all going to be free and easy. So we're just going to swap out our gas-powered cars for electric vehicles. It'll actually be better. We're going to create a million jobs. We're just going to swap out our stoves and our light bulbs. And you know, when you look at it a little more closely, and you don't have to look at it that closely, um, you see that there are immense challenges in trying to achieve any of this, to the point really where climate skeptics uh, don't think that we're actually going to have a green, renewable economy anytime soon, because it's just too hard. And I'll give you one example. Um, You talk about all the solar uh, farms and windmills that we're going to need. Well, according to the government's own reports, we will need a landmass, possibly the equivalent of Ohio, Indiana, Kentucky, and all of New England combined for the uh, solar farms and the windmills. That I mean, sounds just ambitious. An immense amount of land. Well, and they, by the can, way, we, can we just pick the states and just like I, I offered uh, a plan a couple of weeks ago to our local lawmakers, just considering everything that was going on with Congresswoman uh, Tlaib and others is can we just gift Michigan to Canada, for example? Right. Maybe we can just do windmills in Michigan, Peter. I'm just thinking right. out of the box here. <laughs> um, you know, now we, we may not need all of that land where, where this where this becomes a difficult issue. Is you, you imagine the windmill. OK. And so they're huge. And they have to be spaced far apart from each other. So the government says we're not going to need much land at all because they're pretending that we're going to be able to use all the land around the windmills. But that's not correct. No. On the other hand, the, the number I gave you is if we can't use any of that land. But it's going to be somewhere in between. But more to the point, just think about if you run a business. If you were going to build this build up this massive number of solar farms and wind farms in the next 12 years. Wouldn't you at this point have a master plan 
of where you're going to put them. Yeah, because they in, in, no reality, yeah, in reality, that's not that, in, in a master planning sense, that's not that long into the future. Now, here's what's interesting, and you probably know this. The governor of Connecticut, Led, Ned, Ned, Ned Lamont is his name, and yesterday yes. he withdrew his proposal to ban the sale of gas-powered cars in Connecticut by 2035 because Governor Lamont finally saw the writing on the wall and said, this is not going to happen, it's not realistic. Exactly. And and they have all of these plans and, you know, all of these goals. So the only thing that's firm are the goals. And the Biden administration has been super aggressive. We're not going to have, you know, gas power cars, new ones after 2035. We're going to be net zero by 2050. And they know it's nonsense. They know they're never going to achieve it. But I think that what they want to do is so lock us in to all of these green dreams that at some point we're like, well, we've got to go up. through with yeah. it because you say, Uncle. Not- yeah, I think yeah. that's the goal. So but then how do you how do you manage this if you're a business, like if you're a big business, if you're an automaker, because the, the, they, the, the automakers have to know that these goals are not realistic. They're taking huge losses, as we know, on EVs. People are not buying EVs for a variety of reasons. You don't have enough, you know, power stations. That's been documented. You even mentioned I had John Morosky on talking about some of the, um, you know, the issues with EVs. He's with Real Clear Investigations as well. So you, you have all these things that just don't make sense. But when are we going to come to terms with the fact? that it's not going to happen. If we get another Democrat or if it's Biden reelected, this stuff doesn't get stopped, right? The brakes are not pumped. But if it's Trump or somebody else, the brakes are pumped. But then it's confusing because as soon as a Democrat gets control, it goes in the other direction, back and forth. Right. Well, you know, I, I would I didn't mention this in my column, but take a look at China. And if you remember, Thomas Friedman of The New York Times said, I wish we could be China for one day because they can just make decisions and decide where they want to build things. Well, What happened was they had a command and control economy that built tons of trains to places where nobody wanted to live, built cities where nobody wanted to live, and they had immense problems. So what's going to happen is you're going to have all of this investment in a technology that is not workable, that people don't want. In the meantime, you're going to have to go back and start supporting the other technology that, that works. And so you're going to be basically paying Peter and Paul at the same time is my guess what's going to happen as they try to build this stuff out. Um, And as John Morosky reported, you need to basically have 20 electric chargers for every gas pump. I mean, think about that. Think how many, and just in California alone, they're going to need 2 million electric chargers. And the other thing people don't understand is if you're rich and you have a home and you can have a level one charger built right in, yeah, you can charge the thing at night. If you live in a city and you're relying on public accommodations, you're probably going to get what's called a level two charger, which can only give you 50 to 60 miles uh, per half hour charge, say. Yeah. So people are constantly going to be plugging in to go a little ways, plugging. You know, so once again, this is true of so many Democrat policies, the poor are the ones who are going to suffer. The rich are going to be That's absolutely right. Yeah, that's right. Well, and I had, I've I've talked about this trip a little bit. I took a trip across the state and back in February to go see a concert and come back with a friend who had a Tesla. And we had to, you know, charge several times. It was cold that night. So that affected it. I was educated from this standpoint. I didn't realize, I mean, it makes sense when you think about it. But if you pull up to a charging station, there's six other cars there. You're going to share that energy, right? You're you're not getting it all. We just had, Sue, I can't remember her guest. We had a great guest on uh, Peter from the Wall Street Journal who went to LA and she 
has an EV on the East Coast, but she rented one out there, tried to find charging stations. This was a non-Tesla and couldn't find charging stations. No. Most of them were shut down right. or they had issues. So obviously it's 2023, not 2035. But the, the writing is on the wall that this is not we're not we're anywhere close to having this. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, and by the way, also, if you run a gas station, uh, you're making money selling the gas and other things. If you're housing these uh, charging stations, they're owned mostly by the government. They're powered by the electric companies. Where's your cut? Yeah, that's I mean, a good so question, just too. to get people to, you know, and, 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 you know, it may be, let's be fair, you know, we may work many of these problems out. Maybe every mall in America, if people still want to go to malls, will <laughs> yeah, build these electric issue. charging stations Yikes. and say, hey, come shop for us and, and juice up your car. But maybe not. But, but really the point that we were trying to make in these stories is there are these massive challenges that the New York Times, the Washington Post, the Biden administration, all the, the usual course are just ignoring. And I'm not saying that they can't be overcome in some ways. I'm not a scientist. But it's like, let's have an honest discussion. We are adults. You are spending our money. You are making us, and that's really where the recycling thing comes in. You're making us do something. So prove to me that it's a worthwhile expenditure of my time. And it turns out with the recycling that it's all kind yeah, of a joke. It's kind it's of a way. Yeah, it is. It is. And I think we all want it. Look, I'd love to do it. I, I still throw things in the recycle bin. But every time I do it, I think about how little is actually getting recycled for sure. You know, the other thing about the EVs, and maybe this is just me, but I do have, Sue, I've talked to you about this. I do sense that there are a lot of people that feel that, oh, if I have an EV, I'm not really, if I'm juicing that up, you know, somewhere on location, I don't have to pay for that. Well, that, that's not true. It, <laughs> nope. You still have to pay for the electricity, right? They're going to charge you for that. And I think there's a perception that maybe if you're not at home, you're not paying for that, but you are. Oh, yeah. Well, one, you're going to pay for it. Two, there's probably going to be dynamic pricing. So they're going to tell you, well, don't gas up, don't power up at four in the afternoon when everybody else is, because, you know, the, the gas is there in the tanks. Sometimes they run out, right? But the electricity is all part of a grid that has to be managed. Mm. And they can't just have a spike where at four o'clock every day, the entire nation plugs in. They'll never be able to do it. So they have to figure that out. Um, obviously, you know, we're, not, we're way, way away from the point where all of our power is going to come from solar and wind if we ever reach that. So in the meantime, your electric car is burning tons of natural gas for you to plug it in. I mean, it's... Well, it's a bunch of nonsense is what it is, but I'm glad that you highlighted it and wrote about it at Real Clear. Peter Zane, it's always great to have you on, especially when it comes to exposing the nonsense and the craziness. But, hey, thank you, Peter, and we'll talk soon. And good luck with Sonny Gray. Yes, and on that note, Cusimano is going to join us next to talk about his visit with Sonny Gray at Bush Stadium yesterday. Hang in there. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, yesterday afternoon, I kind of had this feeling just because Sonny Gray was being introduced to Bush Stadium that we were not going to get a chance to visit with our friend Frank Cusimano from Channel 5. And lo and behold, it did not time out well yesterday because you were meeting Sonny Gray. Frank, how are you this afternoon? Very good. And if he wasn't so chatty, I would have <laughs> made the hit. And I'm telling you, uh, like I said on Twitter, that we lost the best talker in baseball, but we may have gotten the second best talker in baseball. This guy is just intense. He's fun, he's engaging, and he's going to be a terrific pitcher, too. Yeah, that, that's interesting because my, my friend Scott Jennings, who is a contributor to the show on a regular basis on politics, but big Cardinals fan down in Louisville, said uh, this yesterday. And I, I wasn't listening to this. I was on the air, but he texted me during the show. Sonny Gray just talks and likes to see where the words take him. And that's that's kind of cool. And you can't, I don't think, and I said this yesterday, Frank, I don't think you can underestimate the importance of the geography here with Sonny Gray because he he's from Tennessee. He's got family down there. So St. Louis makes sense on a variety of levels for Sonny Gray. Yes, and it makes a whole lot of sense for the Cardinals. Because, you know, I still, you know, I think people have written and talked about it. Well, we got our number two. We need our number one. Let me just say this. If being second in the American League Cy Young, being third total in ERA, for averaging a strikeout in inning, and for getting 32 starts, isn't a number one starter in 2023 or 2024, then I don't know what is. Now, he may not be Garrett Cole, 
But make no mistakes, Sonny Gray is the number one starter. Now, if you're the Cardinals, you got to think about that rest of the staff. They all look like fours and fives. That'd be good if you're a basketball team. You had power forwards and centers. But you probably need that two or three in between Sonny Gray and the rest. I, I don't think I disagree with you. I don't think a lot of people would. But it does seem to me that Mo and the um, you know the bosses over there are going to probably focus on the bullpen and not a starting pitcher. Not to say it's ruled out completely, but you're going to have to to get another big name. I mean, this Japanese guy, that's not likely, right? Yamamoto, that's the, the, there again, the geography doesn't work out, I don't think. No, because Japanese players tend to go to the coast, right. as as Mo mentioned a couple of weeks ago. But there are some players via a trade, like a Tyler Glass now or a Dylan Cease, that are out there. Now, what I'm thinking, too, is if you're the Cubs and Reds and you've seen the Cardinals get Sonny Gray and two more, then there's not many out there for them, so they may offer a better trade package to get one of those two pitchers. One of the things I didn't know, I mentioned this earlier in the hour, Tom Ackerman tweeted out when Sonny Gray was 14, his father died in a car accident. Jesse Gray was 41 years old. That's that's a uh, sad nugget there in his uh, life history. Yeah, that is. But boy, I tell you, he even brought a baseball to the press conference and he, he would not start to stop talking. He said he talked to Wayno a little bit before he signed and it's just pretty engrossed in the Cardinal history. You know, they gave him number 54, and he said that's Bob Gibson reverse, 45. So there's just so much to like about this guy. Frank, I've been reading a lot. I like Bernie Miklas's newsletter on Scoops with Danny Mack, and he's been making, you know, Bernie's no, he's not risk-averse to criticizing the, the team, management, or, or anybody, but he's been making a pretty impassioned case for not underestimating the Kyle Gibson signing because of, and he kind of focused on quality starts, not only with Kyle Gibson, but with, with Lance Lynn and with this guy, with Sonny Gray. So looking at the big picture, you can kind of see what they're going for here if they can shore up the bullpen. Yeah, and you know, like, the interesting thing about Kyle Gibson, who had that high ERA, you still had more quality starts over the last three years than Aaron Nola. Yes. And you're, you're, look, the bottom line is you were the leader in wins, starts, and innings pitched for the best team in the American League East. Is he Jim Palmer? No, but he's better than what we tried it out last year. So are we going to be in a bit of a quiet period now? The Cardinals got out early. They, they sort of were uh, committed to doing that, and they've secured some pitchers here. So does it go a little dark now for a while? Well, I don't think so because the baseball winter meetings are coming up. There'll be The whole brass will be down there on Sunday. So, you know, this is when trades happen, or at least the groundwork for trades to happen. So I, I think they, you know, have to address the bullpen a little bit, unless you think, and I, and I understand this line of thinking, is that you have some quality young arms like Libertor, like Thompson, and maybe just let them know, hey, we need guys in the seventh or eighth. I'd love to have Jordan Hicks back here. And I know Hicks enjoyed his experience in St. Louis. He probably wouldn't be too expensive. I'd love to have this guy in the eighth inning. Let's got to talk about Mizzou before I let you go, because you weren't here yesterday. They did it. Ten and two, Frank. Should be probably 11 and one, but that's OK. We're just going to squabble on the details, right? Oh, it's just, it's, it's insane. I, I, I can't tell you uh, how thrilled I am being a lifelong Missouri resident. And just that, you know, it has legs too, Mark. Uh, we had Coach Drink on Sports Plus Sunday night, and he talked about he's hearing not directly from players, but from coaches uh, about the portal inquiring any interest. So when you go 10-2, and two, it's like opening up 
a whole new wave of talent. And the fact they've been on national television like three weeks in a row, right. they play this fun style. The coach is not grading. He's a likable guy. I'm telling you, you've you got your quarterback back next year. You've got a lot of wide receivers back, including Luther Burden. you got the tight end back. If you can solve the running back situation after Cody Schrader, this thing could could be lasting for a while. It really can be. I mean, then, then your biggest challenge is hanging on to Coach Drink and making sure someone doesn't pluck it. But the Cody Schrader story is just amazing. I love that Coach Drink sort of said, okay, enough of the feel-good story. This kid is one of the best backs in the nation. Yeah, I got a Heisman Trophy ballot, and I think we're never allowed to reveal our ballot. I can just say there was a strong, strong chance that he's number three on my ballot. Good for you, Frank Cusimano. We'll talk on Friday. Have a great week. All right, sounds good. Thanks, Mark. Get more at 971talk.com. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this... Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.